evening and happy Wednesday. Today's Wednesday, right, y'all? Yeah. Happy hump day. Is my day right? Okay. I think T.R. was telling you when we first got on the phone a little while ago that um, this has been a really long week, and we were off on Monday. And then when I got in yesterday, I kept saying Monday, and now today is Wednesday, (laughs) and now I'm still confused. So anyway, so to our listeners, happy Wednesday. And not to mention all of our technical difficulties. I'm telling you, if, we, if, right. if you all had time, we don't even have time, so I know you all right. don't have time. But anyway, <laughs> welcome, welcome to the In the Thick uh, podcast and talk show. In the Thick. Yes, we're so very three. excited to be back with you this week. And we have three of us, all three, uno, dos, tres. Four episodes. You see three. that? I rolled my, my R. Um, we have myself, welcome. Heather. We've got our girl, <laughs> T. And we have Fallon. Yay, Yay, she's back. Fallon was on vacation, so now she's back. She decided to bless us with uh, her presence tonight, and we are going to actually jump right into this show. And last week when T and I did the show, we were talking about Memorial Day, and we were talking about why our people celebrate and barbecue the way that they do on Memorial Day, but I know, T, you have an update for us. Yeah, so my thing was I wasn't really sure how Memorial Day played into the black community. So Mm -hmm. sure enough, you know, um, on the day, um, one of our fellow podcast peeps, um, Crayon Versus Culture, posted an amazing article. um, And just, yes, um, definitely shout out to them. Um, Just basically saying that black people invented Memorial Day. Um, That's just a little part that they tried to get rid of. Um, In the history books, of course, uh, Memorial Day was formerly known as Decoration Day. And it was indeed originally um, started with us back in May of 1865, right after the Civil War ended, which we know how much um, black men um, played a role within the Civil War. So just wanted to circle back around and say we have every damn right to bring the grill out on Memorial. (laughs) And you know what? You know what? I did bring the grill out on Memorial Day, and I was very excited to do it. (laughs) <laughs> right. And now we can celebrate with purpose. Boom. Yep. See? Yay. See? Thank you for educating us on that. Um, no thank way. you for that. I, I'm I glad to see it, actually. Right? And so I, just so, if I, could, if I could step in really quick, sorry, sure. listeners, that I missed, you know, last week. Um, I had to take a mental health day, but we'll figure that out. We'll, we'll talk more about that down the road. Um, but I, I appreciate that you brought the whole history of it because here we are thinking that's just when you could pull your 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 white shorts out and uh, totally so i, I really appreciate that. that it actually goes by the the white rule i don't i kind of no i do I'm wearing white on September 27th if I want to. So what is after Labor Day? I'm, I'm wearing white for Christmas if I want to. Like, I just boom. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I hear what y'all saying, but I kind of feel like my granny just going to be looking down like, hey, you know you ain't right. Right? You know that ain't right. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but that's just trivial stuff. Um, but I was reading something on Facebook that said, and as you guys know, we're in Chicago, from Chicago, 
some of, it was a meme on Facebook that said only in Chicago they stole the grill with the meat on it. I said, what? Now you know what. <laughs> with the that. meat on it. Now you know, you know your hands was burnt. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Uh, So let's move on. You know, I actually wanted to bring something up. So I am a lifelong Jeopardy fan. Same. Okay. And a lifelong what? Jeopardy. See, how can you say same if you don't even know what I'm saying? No, that was me. No, that wasn't me. Okay, okay, okay. 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 So anyway, so I'm I'm a lifelong Jeopardy fan, and I was devastated when I found out that Alex Trebek uh, had stage four pancreatic cancer. Okay. No. Oh, boy. So, yes, he just came out with this like a couple months ago, but this man said, I don't care. This is not, this is not the finality. I mm. am going to work through my treatments. I'm going to go through love chemo. It. I'm going to go through radiation, and I'm not going to miss Amazing. any time on this show. I love it. So glory be to God because I read an article this morning that said that his tumors have shrunk 50%. Oh, okay. wow. And he Amazing. told the doctor, this is what this man said, okay? He told the doctor that it was mind-boggling, but he said, this has nothing to do with medicine. This is not about medicine. It is through the prayers and the well-wishes Whoa. of my fans. That is Come on, Alex, for 500. And I, yes. Come on, Alex. And I, and I loved hearing, I love reading it, excuse me. And so the doctors are saying he's near remission. They even said that they had not seen this kind of positive result ever. Wow. This is just after Oh, a my. Because it's stage four, right? Yeah, and you know stage how, you know, like when they say the stage end. four, that's it. That's when they say stage four, it's like start making that person comfortable. Exactly. Yeah. Stage Hospice. four, and you could yep. not tell. Looking at this man, you could not tell. Even the day that he revealed that he had cancer, you could not tell that he was sick. Wow. Oh my so, goodness. I was. I, was I love a good comeback story. Right. Yes. Exactly. I have to dig so. into that. I have to dig into that. I I hadn't even heard that he was, you know, having issues. I hadn't even heard yeah. that. Yeah, so he's 78 years old. He looks great. Um, and even through this chemo and radiation, I mean, he said that he feels strong. And I've watched a couple of the shows since he's mm. been going through his treatment, and he looks fantastic. So anyway, just wanted to talk See, about so he's another track. person Absolutely. we need to bubble wrap, clearly. Absolutely. Yeah, national <laughs> Absolutely. Treasure. Absolutely. Totally. So thank you. So we are going to move on. I know, T, you wanted to talk about 90s. And how, wait, if I could say one more thing. How old is Vanna White? I feel like she's got to be 80, right? Vanna may be um, a little bit younger than Alex. She's younger than Alex. Yeah. Cause Alex I mean, I'm sure she's in her 60s. Got to be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she still, looks, she still looks great, too. Yeah. But all right, we can move on. I'm sorry. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Okay, so T, you got 90s artists performing in 2019. What you got on that? Oh, my goodness. So I had the privilege of going to the V103 block party. Summer Jam, mm-hmm. Like the title mm-hmm. was super long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you, you were invited. Clearing my throat? I don't okay. even want to hear it. We photoshopped you in. So. <laughs> yep. Oh, thank you, thank you. Cons- right. The show consisted of Michelle A, Shantae Moore, Genuine, H-Town, Shy, High Five, and Drew Hill slash Cisco. So, oh, my, my God, how about throwbacks? Yeah. It was I just collapsed show. and got right back up. 
Right, right. All those right. That I like I love it. Were aching by the end of the night, but it was amazing. They should, as they should have been. Yeah, everyone was still really good, but here's the thing that I have: if you're going to be a '90s performer Uh-oh. performing in 2019. I'm going to need you to still get your exercise, eat your Wheaties, take some vitamins, do some things. You still have to practice your craft. Miss L.A. did an amazing job, but she talked a little bit too much, but she still has it. Some notes are a little bit off, but that's okay. That's okay. We'll Mm -hmm. give her that. Shantae Moore, stellar. Hit the high note. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No problem. And Shantae let us know that she's got a man right now, so um, definitely was feeling that. Um, Shy, they still have great harmony. I think that they should stay away from new songs. Like, you know, these 90s artists try to come back and release new music. Mm -mm, We don't want Mm -hmm. that. Stay in the 90s and sing those Mm -hmm. songs that we know. We don't want the new stuff just yet. When you finish with the 90s songs, then say, hey, my new album coming out Tuesday, and we'll deal with that accordingly. Mm -hmm. Um, Uh H-Town did amazing. They did a tribute to the one brother that passed away, um, but they still did an amazing job. Genuine has lost it. Genuine's background singers out sang him. They sang him under the table. He pretty much kind of just around the stage. Yeah, I was super disappointed with Genuine because I really thought he still had it. He don't. That doesn't surprise me, though, actually. I, I was ready for genuine. I was so prepared. Like I was so anxious. You see, see what I did? <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> so, but yeah. So that's just my take wow. on that. I think some of them, Cisco gave it to us. No problem. He still did a complete yeah. flip and a cartwheel on the stage. Here's what, what I didn't know. And then I'm why Cisco is always wait, gonna give it to I'm, you. I'm interrupting oh, yeah. you. I'm interrupting mm. because I just caught an attitude. <laughs> I just, I just caught an attitude at the fact that you're saying all of this. I got no footage sent to oh, me personally. Man. You oh, sent man. me no. I was not there with you, you at know this what? concert. You Mm-mm. are right. Let me go back through Mm-mm. the footage. I have Mm-mm. a little bit. You know, I try Mm-mm. to enjoy these moments and not be on my phone the whole time these days. So I will go through the footage that I have and send you something personally. I'll oh, put a snap I on just, top of it. I, I feel a hot flash. Oh, no. Trying to come on me but right now because of this. Let me tell you to leave this part but, of it. Drew Hill is no longer the Drew Hill that we know from the 90s. Mm-hmm. Cisco no. is the only original member. No one else, Nokio, um, the dark guy, the chubby guy, all those guys mm-hmm. are gone. So just so you know, don't oh, go. Wow. What is the chubby Nokia. guy's name? I never knew his name, was it but he was my favorite. I don't know what his name was. I think that's what everybody called guy. him, like the chubby guy. The chubby guy, the right. It was the dark guy, Cisco, the chubby guy and Nokia. Everyone knew Nokia because he had that little light skin thing going. Exactly. So, exactly. And then everybody knew Nokia because that was the old school cell phone. His name was Jazz. Oh. I, I knew it. His name was Jazz. Yeah. The, the heavier yeah. guy was Jazz. Jazz. Nokia, okay. Cisco, yep. Woody. Okay. Woody. Okay. Yeah, Woody. I didn't even remember Woody. Yeah. Okay. But you know, guys, I saw. Did you guys see the um, Soul Train Awards? I did oh, not. When was that on? Maybe I did. I think I it was remember. just 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 a, a few weeks ago. Year. Anyhow, was it? No. Well, I don't. Anywho, Shy was on there, and it brought me back to what you were saying about 
people need to keep 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 your your game face on because mm-hmm. this one the the lead singer the can you say that I am mm-hmm. Jerry curled out like Jerry curled oh, looked yeah. like uh what's the man's name Lionel Richie oh, child yeah. I was oh, like no. you know what well, first of all don't you do Lionel you you stay off of Lionel you know Lionel what is natural okay? he's not right <laughs> whatever he's whatever. <laughs> So, yeah, he looked – no, they did not look good. Shy did not look good. They kept the the notes up, but they did not look good. Mm. (laughs) Sorry to hear. Well, that's my take. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. (laughs) And you also had something on social media breakups that I really never, ever care about, but I'm going to let you do your thing on this one. Yeah. So Little Mo, another 90s person, in sticking with the 90s thing, she announced announced on social media that she was single, 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 single. Several posts. Oh my goodness! How single she is. So my thing with that is, I just feel like I think in this day and age, people post so much of their personal life and their personal business. When you mm-hmm. break up with someone, just break up. Like the announcement. Like people are nosy enough that they'll see. Hmm, I haven't seen this person on this person's page in a while. Yeah, they'll put two and two together. Put two and two together. Like, I just think it's so over the top. It's so stupid. It's so pointless unless you're trying to catch someone's attention. Why you got to announce? And you're you're like a celebrity. C-list or B-list, but nevertheless, still a celebrity. We don't need to know that, girl. We was okay without that. And And I think women do this. For what reason, I'm not really sure. And it just irritates my soul. I hate to see the reach mm-hmm. and the grab for the single card. Like, it's annoying. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And can I, I can, I, can I fill in real quick? Mm-hmm. Um, Mo, little Mo needs to stop marrying every man she dates, first of all. Hello. Let's talk good about morning. that part. Because, good morning, everyone, because every man <laughs> she dates, she done been married like six times. Like, yeah. like, is she the new Liz Taylor? I'm just saying. <laughs> Not I'm just saying. From them, Liz at least was getting money. Right, because she, she was. Cause yeah, Mo she was, was the one with the money. Like, I mean, like, and, and that's the thing, and you're right, to, to your point. It's like, we don't need to know, nor do we really care to know. Thank you. I could care Information overload. Who, that's what I'm saying. And then about who is so much, up. so much, so much more respect comes from the silence than moving silence. All of all of the sharing. Like silence is so freaking golden. Like come on. Mm, that's you, how I love especially life, when you're silence. Yeah, especially when you're a celebrity, you know, keep mm-hmm. it keep it funky. Keep it keep it nice and nice and nice and neat. Because yeah. just like Beyonce, you know, when her and Jay was going through stuff, what did she do? She kept it quiet. She kept it quiet and then she gave us lemonade and then what? Mm. We was all over it. Exactly. So at least she made some money off of hers, you know. And but and Facebook she, ain't paying helped, you nothing. And hmm. she helped redeem her husband in that. Okay, Definitely. she did. If you think about it, so whatever they went through, they went through privately. They ended up mending, or as as 
as far as we know, they mended it, right? right. Um, they're still celebrities, so there's always going to be some side of it that we're that's not revealed to us. But I will say that for all intents and purposes, it did seem like to the public eye that she was also trying to redeem his name because, look, mm-hmm. after Lemonade, guess what came out? The Carters. She was not yep. playing. She was not right. playing. And now, and before before this, that was the four four four, right? Exactly. Then he yeah, came four, his, four, right, four. Exactly. Yeah. But you know, four four four, it did okay. It did okay. I right. mean, it wasn't it wasn't some because of his best were, work, but people were it, it actually as a huge Jay Z fan, it was a good piece of work. It just wasn't typical Jay Z. You know, he was four 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 was very personal. It was he mm-hmm. took a lot of accountability. He talked about what he did and how it affected her and mm-hmm. his family, mm-hmm. and he talked about politics and he talked about the black community. Right. So it wasn't typical party track hole, but four 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 people slept on, in my opinion. More That's information. Me. I, I agree. Me and my little hip hop. Gotcha. Okay. So, okay. So I, I agree. Like I'm I'm a huge G, I'm a huge G, G, fan. Also, sorry. Okay. Um, Okay. So I like that. So I'm going to look at it from that perspective. I did listen to it, but I think because I was so caught up in trying to hear, you know, who I was a fan Mm -hmm. of for so many Mm -hmm. years when I heard this one, I was just like, "Mm, okay, moving on. So um, (laughs) we have this segment that we have. Yeah, it was definitely different. and we have we have this segment that we have introduced, and we'll keep keep introducing it to you guys until it becomes like second nature. So this segment of our show is called Thinking It Through. So in the Thinking It Through mm-hmm. segment, as we've ex- explained in the last two shows, we are going to talk about any and everything. We I will put out a disclaimer. We are going to keep it clean. We are going to keep it classy. A little sassy, but classy. Uh, we would appreciate if you guys send us text messages, if you want to send us email, if you want to DM us on Facebook, or if you want to DM us on Instagram and ask questions, that would be fantastic. But tonight we are going to touch on something that is so very risque, and that is gender identity. Wow. What you got, Fallon, on gender identity? Okay, well, first of all, I'll start with saying I am not the judgmental person. Mm -hmm. I think whatever floats your boat, you go ahead and enjoy your life. However, I, I feel that there's so much in the black community that we have allowed to be exposed to things that these kids don't know about. For for example, we have a lot of young boys that are used to being sitting around aunties and sisters and grandmas and their mamas, and there's no black male figures, and then we wonder why here they are ready to wear, you know, the tightest pants, the, you know, they're wearing skirts, they're wanting eyelashes. And like I said, like I introduced, I'm not judgmental. That's, mm-hmm. that's whatever you like. However, I think we as, as mothers, as all of us are mothers, I'm, however, I'm the only mother of a boy. So I feel like it's an important thing to keep male figures around your little boys because mm-hmm. if all they do is sit up under women and 
sit up under the cackling. Of course, that's that's all they call because they're watching what you watch. They're not mm-hmm. usually watching other things. There may be, you know, maybe one of two TVs in the household. So maybe they're only watching what you're watching. So you have to be careful about how that portrays into their identity because if that's all that they see, mm-hmm. I think that that's what they tend to emulate. And I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think that all of these kids that have these gender issues, mm-hmm. I don't always, I don't think it's genuine. Honestly, oh. I think it's. So you think uh, there I think it has a lot confusion there, right? Yeah, it, that's what I'm saying. It's some confusion okay. to the exposure, and just like we have to watch, and even our our little girls, we have to watch what they're watching because we don't want them just watching, you know, love and hip hops and all of that type of stuff because then they think, you know, oh well, I just need to go marry a rapper. I just need to go marry a, a baller, you know. Mm-hmm. And in, in, in that acting like that is, is is the way to go, and that that's so not the case. Um, yeah, and and it changes their their way of looking at themselves, uh-huh. I believe. And I don't. I think that also in our in our communities, we still have those little girls that tend to turn. I don't I don't want to offend anybody. I'm trying to say it politically correct. Mm-hmm. We have the the little girls that tend to want to dress more masculine. Mm-hmm. And I think another reason for that is because we don't got no men in the household. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, oh, well somebody's got to be the man around here and then you have right. to Look at how you treat your little girls. You can't treat them. You have to remember to, as parents, you have to remember to treat them as little girls. Right. Like, You're, you don't tell them. I'm, I'm just saying, that's, that's my take on it. And I've just been watching and reading a lot of um, articles that, that touch on this. And mm-hmm. it's actually very close to my heart for many reasons. But... I, I just feel that sometimes it starts when they're children, I think and it so. doesn't have to be that way. I, I think so, and I think this is a this is a different different thing than talking about someone who chooses to be um, gay or lesbian. You know, I think that right. that this is a different type of conversation. You know, and again, to Fallon's point, to each their own. Whatever you choose to do, you have to deal with that. You have to you mm-hmm. have to face everybody has to face their own situation, you know, no matter what your belief system is, you know as we know as as Christians or people who who identify with being Christian, you know it's known that you have to face your maker, you have to face you know you know our God, you yeah, know, your own judgment um, yeah exactly, so you you do everyone has to everyone is going to hit judgment day, but what I will say, Fallon, mm-hmm. is that you are one hundred percent right. When it comes to boys trying to dress as girls and when it comes to girls trying to dress as boys and then when they're growing up and they're trying to be like, you're confused, like, is this a boy? Is this a girl? Who is this? And I'm not even talking about surgery. I'm talking about, I'm talking about. Yeah, because my my take on it wasn't, Mm -hmm. my take on it wasn't 
sexual orientation. I think that's a different conversation. Right, right. I'm talking about your your own gender identity. What do you identify as? Right, right. That's wild. And this is this is even this is even pre transgender, you know. And mm-hmm. again, you're right. I'm always confused when I look at them like like what made you decide as a as a woman, what made you decide that you wanted to dress like a man? Look like a man, yeah. speak like a man. Yeah. You know, what 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 happened? You know, and again, there are some women who are not as feminine as other women, but that doesn't mean sure. you have to make an entire change, you know, and if that's... Yeah, that doesn't mean you have to look like Jay-Z walking out the house. Right, but we don't love you any less if that's what you choose to do. Hey, you can Mm -hmm. still be our friend. I'm going to ask you about it. (laughs) I want to talk about it because I want to know, but it doesn't mean that we're going to disown you or whatever. Um, But I do do agree with you on that. It does, all these things do stem from childhood or some experience Mm -hmm that you've mm-hmm. had that has catapulted you into a different direction. T, I want to get your take on it as well. So I think that um, I feel a lot of different ways about it. Um, so I think for me the biggest thing is that people need to address the elephant in the room when you're talking about this, and that elephant to me is the childhood. You're not going to make these decisions as an adult. Something mm-hmm. or some someone happened, and you know, I my belief is is that childhood triggers these types of things, and I think that us in the black community, we don't have the same sense of um, togetherness, for lack of a better term. We don't have the same sense of pride that we used to have, you know. So these kids don't have um, the role models and the leaders that, you know, we had. They don't get Mm -hmm. to see Mm -hmm. groups like the Black Panther Party, um, you know, and things along those lines. They see little baby, the baby, the you know, the stallion, you know, and all of those, no shade to any of those artists, but that's who they see. You know, and right. the home is the homes are broken. Let's just call a thing a thing. If we're going to go there, let's go there. Homes are broken. Two-parent mm-hmm. homes are a rarity. So these kids don't mm-hmm. get to see a mom doing her thing and a dad doing their thing and them doing it as a cohesive unit. So I think it's a lot of factors that go in there. Um, I don't necessarily know if it's because the boy kids are, you know, hanging out with the mom and stuff too much. I think us as parents, we have to put our feet down um, with these kids. A lot of the they parents, um, they want to be friends with their kids. And I've seen yeah. with my own two eyes, and when I put my glasses on, all four, I've seen a lot of parents perpetuate this behavior. And they, <laughs> you know, egg, they egg it on, you know, and they're, you know, um, they say, oh, well, you know, it's okay, and yes to your son and all of those kind of things. If that's how your mm-hmm. household runs, Hey, so be it. You know what I mean? Everyone is entitled to run their household just how they do. But I think that um, we just kind of need to look at where the behavior is coming from, and that's just my view. Absolutely. And as parents, I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. Because I think that closely. Yeah, you have to watch closely because even when our kids' lives because. There's too many outside influences we didn't have. We didn't, the way social media can impact an adult, let alone a child, 
is a child. insane. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of outside influences. You got to watch what your kids are watching. I have full mm-hmm. access to the phone. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Start, I'm going through it, and if I want to go through it randomly, I spot check her phone. You know, her locator is all under me. Like, I need to know. I will not allow her at 13 years old to have a Snapchat. She can't have an Instagram. I let her make a Twitter account just so she can keep up with celebrity beef. And I tell her, if I ever see an outgoing tweet, you're done with that. You know, so she wants to keep up with, you know, celebrity gossip and stuff like that. I would rather her get that from Twitter than be exposed to Instagram, Snapchat, um, Facebook, things like that are just a little bit too, too deep for me. For her, and that's my choice for my household. Um, but um, she's 13. And I get that. I don't want to shield her. I don't want to shield her. I want to keep it real with her, you know what I'm saying, because I don't want her to ever be exposed to something that I haven't already spoke to her about, but yep. I monitor, and that's just my household. <laughs> yeah, no, I understand. And, and what I want to touch on is if you guys remember when we were growing up, you know, when – you know, one of us get put in the limelight and say, oh, go, baby, sing that song. What were we singing? Mm-hmm. We were singing Anita Baker. We were singing Mariah Carey or Luther Vandross, Stevie Wonder, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, the the good, good, soulful music. Now these kids are getting put in the spot, spotlight like, yeah, go on twerk for me, boo. Go on twerk. Like, what, what the hell yeah, is there's that? No, uh, there's no, you know what I'm saying. Working. Yeah, there's no working allowed in, in my household. Um, <laughs> not there will no not be unless I'm yeah. unless I'm doing the twerking. There Hello? is no twerking. Hello. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, there is no there is none going on. Yeah. And you're right. And just like you said, it's as far as saying yes to the little boys. No. no. Yeah, that's no, a no. that's that's a problem. And social media, again, I have a fifteen year old and all she has is a Snapchat. She does mm-hmm. not have an Instagram. She does not have a Facebook. I'm not doing that right now. I'm not doing mm-hmm. that because she's at a very, very impressionable, mm-hmm. very impressionable age. She gets exactly. enough information from Snapchat alone and her friends because of mm-hmm. their social media accounts. I'm sorry we're not doing that right. right now. It's not important. And I think that we should continue to talk about this gender identity, and I think that we should continue to do our research so that we can educate our listeners. And listeners, you guys can educate us. Yeah, absolutely. We're totally, totally, totally open, open. to that. Like I said, Email Please us, text in. us, D- DM us, you know, whatever you have to do to contact us. If you know us personally, call us on the phone. Um, we would like to hear your thoughts on that. Again, we are not here to offend people. We or are judge. not here to judge mm-hmm. anybody. But we are here to speak our truths, and we want you guys to speak your truth, and let's have a right. professional debate about it, right? We can always agree to disagree at the end of the day, but we always are going to remain respectful and in our lane. Absolutely. And before Mm -hmm. we wrap up the show tonight, I I know that you have something extra to say about something that we're about to um, embark on. And what are we doing? Ooh, I'm so excited. So what we're going to be doing is a three-part relationship series. We are going to dive in. We know that this is the stuff y'all want to talk about. We want to get to that tea. We're going to have some more um, thinking it through, some more in Heather's head, some more tea's tea. So we're diving into relationships, all levels, forms, situationships, relationships, marriage, divorce, breakup. 
um, finances, finances, all of that good stuff. So we are super excited to put it together. If you guys have any topics that you want us to go into in our relationship series, please reach out. Let us know. You can contact us on all social media platforms and um, email as well through our website. That's my thing. I'm excited about this. I, you know, this is something that's going to be great. We we all have experience in many of these different relationship type situations. So it'll be nice to hear um, each other. And again, it'll be nice to hear you guys. Um, you know, I can also contact a couple of relationship experts that I have uh, in my repertoire and see if maybe they can come on the show and maybe they can talk about some stuff too. I think that I think that we should have yeah. that. Maybe we can do an interview or two with one of them. Uh, but at any rate, we are going to be signing off tonight. We want to thank you guys for listening to us. We did have fun on this podcast. It was nice having all three of us together. Uh, yes, all three of us will be back next week. Uh, and you guys have a great weekend. If you want to listen to our podcast, there are multiple ways. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on SoundCloud. You you can also log on to our website, which is www.inthethick.com. You can check us out on IG at inthethick underscore pod and also Facebook at inthethick. Does anybody Yes. Have? Thank you guys yes. very, very Thank much you. for listening to us tonight. Thank you Until for listening. Time, enjoy your Wednesday. Awesome. Bye-bye. Good night. Good night.